bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now i'm very hungry hey ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! What's up, guys? This is Seth Henniger, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show, 88.5 JFM. And with me in the studio are the most incredible guys ever. To my right is my co-host. The bald-headed bearded wonder from down under, Jameson Fowler. Well, hey there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> also in the studio, he's looking a little more red than usual, like a lobster. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah, a little Bless southern. Him. He's got red hair already, but the sun has done a number on him. The redded unicorn, <laughs> Sassy Wiggles, Brad Hudson. The redded unicorn you are ready today you <laughs> are ready for sure <laughs> excited to be here uh, yeah the lobster unicorn the lobster unicorn today if we, if we have any <laughs> listeners out there that can draw fan art i need you to make that happen <laughs> a, a lobster, lobster unicorn. unicorn yes somebody please send a us lobster that picture. corn if you will a lobster corn i like that that's a that's got to be a thing or a unister a unister <laughs> Also in the studio, none of this would happen without him. All the graphics, all the sounds, all the wonderful things. The Willy Wonka of radio, Steven Spiegel. Hey everybody, how y'all doing today? Yeah. Yeah, glad to be here. It's a good day. Yeah. And so in in, in accordance with our good day, we're going to go to the things that make us laugh. And so I thought this was appropriate, guys. The very first one is a picture of a hog, and it says radioactive wild boars are rampaging around the... Fukushima. Yes. Nuclear sites. And then somebody posts this so eloquently. I love this. Do you want orcs? Because that this is how we get orcs. Okay, so somebody explain this to me. I need yeah. somebody to explain this so to me. So, have you ever watched Lord of the Rings? Okay, that's that's exactly where it is that I don't know what's going on. Okay, okay yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I will, if you don't know what an orc is, just... I mean, Googling it's like a it, monster. It's, it's they're yes. they're they're birthed from darkness. Yes. Um, and they're not they're green not pretty to look at it. Gremlin, gremlin like, but like human size, ugly. Yeah. It's, it, they're rough looking. Yeah. Uh, I'll show you a picture on the break there, but uh, Brad. But if you're out there listening, you don't know what an orc is. 
Lord of the Rings. But think about this for Lord just the a Rings. split second. I mean, like here in America, uh, <laughs> wild boar is is like there's open season on wild boar if I'm not mistaken. Like correct, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Especially across places, you know, like, like the tear South, everything you know, Texas. You can you can just go out without a tag or anything like that and just you know go go nuts. Imagine having to, and I mean, they're not easy to kill at all. No. Imagine having to kill one that's radioactive. I know, right? No. Radioactive. Stop. Little scare you. Little scare. That blows my mind. All right, moving forward. I thought this was appropriate. I'm going to read this to the audiences. So, a woman was found guilty in court of a traffic offense, and when asked for her occupation, she said she was a school teacher. The judge rose from the bench, madam. I have waited years for a school teacher to appear before this court. He smiled with delight and said, "Now sit down at the at the table and write. I will not run a red light five hundred times." This man had a vendetta. Justice, justice. This, this judge had a vendetta. <laughs> he had a teacher do him wrong right, one time, right. and he said, "I'm about to get my pound of flesh right now." Has that ever happened to y'all before? Because I've written sentences. I'm I just, I'm just gonna be real with yeah. you. <laughs> I never. I actually never had to do that yeah. in high school. Uh, I didn't have to do it in high well, school. I didn't in high school or, or in junior high. Uh, or, Elementary or primary school. I was like school elementary family. school having a ride. But in this woman's case, I'd rather write sentences than get sentences. Yay! Hey, hey Stephen, hey. have you ever been... Did they spell offense wrong? Penalized? They did. They did. Yeah, I thought so. That's what I was trying to... Yeah. With the sentence writing? Oh, of course. It's it terrible. Was, it was bad. I had to sit in the principal's office terrible. while I did it. Oh, oh that's bad. Stephen. Yeah, Stephen. I was a tyrant growing that's up. Do you remember how many you had to write? Mm. Do what? You remember how many at a time you had to write? This is a quiz for how bad that scarred you. There is a certain way of doing this, too. Did did you guys do the entire sentence at once? No. Did you do one word word. at a time? All the way down the street? Yeah, Yeah, that's how I did it, too. But yeah, like 300, 500. Mm. Every many I could write in the course of like two hours. Goodness gracious. You write until your hand cramps, and you write until it falls off. Yeah, I had a really, really mean teacher. That's right. Really mean teacher. I'm I'm believing that, Steven. How mean were you, though? (laughs) (laughs) I was a little angel. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, 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 right. Of course. (laughs) Totally. Also, talking about being hurt, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) this meme right here, (laughs) and it's Star Star Trek people, looks like they just got hit with some radiation. It says, when the Taco (laughs) Bell hits. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I mean, we've all been there. Like, you know, it sounds good, and then when you eat it... It doesn't sound so good after that. It doesn't. It doesn't sound (laughs) or feel good, and then you're filled with regret, but then... And then then your regret leaves. Yeah. Yeah. It exits. It exits. (laughs) It's terrible. Uh, Anyway... Hey, we are so glad that you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show 88.5 JFM. We have two incredible athletes from Albertville here in the studio with us, and they will be coming up at 3.30. But as you wait, we're going to play some incredible music. Got some brand new stuff for you. Here's Emily Brimlow with Hope right here on the Varsity. So I lift my hands to the God that guides me, to the one that finds me. Even in my darkest days, he walks beside me singing. And on the line, we have one of our favorite people ever, Russ the Man Daniels. How you doing, my good friend? I'm doing well. How are you? I am fantastic. You've been been nicknamed. That's an honor. Mm -hmm. You like that? Congratulations, Russ. Not bad. You know, if you listen to Brad's introduction, his his uh, 
His progresses, like yes. his name. <laughs> yes. No one has amassed as many nicknames <laughs> in such a short amount of time as Brad. Yes, it's beautiful. Anyway, so Russ, tell us what you've got going on. Tell us the two big things going on at FCA right now. Man, two biggest things. Uh, well, I would say the internship and then the camps is what, what we got left. Uh, you know, we're getting ready for that this summer. So uh, we, we're pretty much done with uh, recruiting the interns, and we've got our, our group for the summer, so we're getting prepared for them to come in. Um, so we're just finishing out the school year strong. we got a couple huddles left, um, but then the, the summer camps obviously roll around after that. And um, so in Marshall County, it is uh, the first full week of June, so I want to say that that is June 10th. Is that Monday of the Albertville camp? Uh, do not fact-check me on that because I could be wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, the first week in June is the Albertville camp, and uh, so we're looking forward to that. But those are those are the big things that we got going with us here. We had an awesome turnout at the Citizens Bank Golf Tournament yesterday at Gunner's Landing, so that was that is a blessing, and we're very thankful for Citizens Bank. I saw that video yesterday. Of the I like the little slow motion golf cart takeout. That was pretty great. I guess speed oh, yeah, up motion. Cool. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Yeah. So I'm glad y'all had a good day. You had a good fundraiser. So uh, FCA, is it too late for people to get involved with FCA camp? Absolutely not. If you head to our website, NorthAlabamaSCA.org, um, you can go to the, the camp tab and you'll find all the information for all those camps. So, um yeah, that's where you'll find all of that, and so it's never, it is not too late. Um, so we'd love for, for anyone to visit the site, or if they have any questions, our, our number is also on that website. They can call us and love to answer any questions about camp because camp is definitely an awesome time, and we would love to get anyone there who wants to be there. Well, Russ, I have good news that you did not. We fact-checked you, and you said the appropriate date. It's June, June 10th, 10th through absolutely. the 14th. There we go. That's good awesome. job, good job, Russ. See, Russ is good the job. kind of guy that brings a lot to the table. Always. Speaking of tables, <laughs> Russ, <laughs> here he goes. Is, you is, knew it was coming. Is, yeah. is the table still holding up? It's still holding up. Actually, it's about to be in my possession. She she graduates Friday, and then she'll move back here, and I'll move into the apartment that we will both eventually live in. But I'll be in there for the first about two months until we get married. So. I was going to ask when the wedding is, but you kind of put it out there. Yeah, well, it's August. It's the weekend after PLT, so I'm going to take a deep breath after PLT and then go get married. Yeah. <laughs> wow, busy guy. Busy. Yep. Way to go, Russ. Well, man, we're Thank so you. we're so glad that we got to talk to you. Hey, if you're out there and you want to be a part of FCA Sports Camp, we got to actually participate in two last year. They are fantastic. Tons they have, of fun. Tons of fun. They have professional athletes, incredible coaches, great events, and really good food every day. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, you need to go over to NorthAlabamaFCA.org. Uh, and it's right. not too late to register. Uh, come yep. into an area near you. Thanks for calling, Russ. Of course. Always good to talk to you all. We appreciate it. Good to talk to you, man. Thank you, Have Russ. a great day. Thank you, you too. All right, I got Dante Pride with Come Up Off the Struggle right here on the Varsity. And now, today's clutch moment. I'm talking about our subject today because I think we need to be reminded at least, you know, once every 
three months I, oh yeah uh, I of I this subject and so i want to talk to you today about you being intentionally made that you are intentional so let me start by asking this guys have you ever questioned your purpose in this world absolutely sure yeah anybody want to expound on that well there was a time in my life where i was struggling um I was running from God. I was trying my best to make God not a part of my life. And in in there is where I kind of like, it's like, what what is what is the purpose of, you know, anything? Running. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's the purpose of, of me being here? What is my impact if I'm just yeah. some, like, mediocre, like, yeah. average Joe workforce kind of guy? Like, yeah. So that's where that was. Yeah. I think, I think for me, there was, there was a time where I didn't... I knew I was called to do something in ministry, but I didn't know what it was. And, like, what I thought it was, it just, the doors didn't seem to be opening, and the direction my life was in, it just, nothing seemed to, to point towards that. And I was just working a job, you know, just grinding day in and day out, and it just felt monotonous. And I was just like, you know, what am I doing here? Yeah. Why am yeah. I here? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it took a minute, but, you know, when I finally got that question answered, um, you know, everything changed, but that there was still a purpose for that space of, uh, you know, wondering. And, uh, also like right now, I'm not doubting that I have a purpose. I'm still kind of seeking that purpose being prayerful and, uh, just knowing that God is in control, but like the monotony, Mm well, you just mentioned like that it consumes, like my routine has consumed me almost, if that makes sense. Like, um, during while school's going on, it's you. I wake up and I go to school. After school, I go to work. Um, some days, you know, like you know, every Tuesday I come here. Every Monday I has SGA meetings. Like it was just week after week mm-hmm. after week, and then like that that same repetition schedule, like marked by those like weekly things that happen like this and yeah. everything. And then it just ended. Like and then I just I blinked and four months of my life was had just done come and gone. Yeah. 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 I was going through that without, I had nothing to work toward. Like, I didn't know why I was doing it. Yeah. It's it's funny. All all throughout your life, I think we deal with this. And I I think you actually deal with, we all have these days where we get up and we're like, what is up with me? Like, you know, (laughs) what is going on with me? Steven, have you ever been in this position before? Of course, man. You you got, can you expound on that at all? Or, uh, I mean, really trying to find your purpose. It's tricky. Sometimes, you know, I do the old biblical thing of, well, God, if this is what I'm supposed to do, show me this. Right. Then do this yeah. for me. Right. This will be a sign that I know right. what I'm supposed to do. That it needs stuff. to be a rainbow on Tuesday. Don't do that because yeah, uh, it doesn't typically work. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I need to drive by three VW bugs on the way home. <laughs> I mean, today. like, I think it's, for me, I think it's very true. I mean, um, I think sometimes you just need to take, you know, calculated risks and just, you know, instead of waiting for doors to open, maybe yeah. try turning the knobs. See if some of them come come loose. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and what I've learned is, you know, sometimes sometimes you make the wrong decision. Yeah. So sometimes you jump off and you go the wrong direction. Uh, it doesn't mean that's where the where you have to be for the rest of your life. Mm-mm, like you no. can you can change direction mid pathway absolutely and and i love what psalms 139 13 through 16 says it's one of my 
favorite verses, and it says this, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And this is David writing this. What a powerful statement right there. You know, what mm-hmm. a powerful statement that you are so intentional. That God created your every moment, right? Yeah. That God knows the direction you're going. And, and it, it's just incredible. So you, you may not like the person in the mirror, but Jesus is crazy about you right and so let me ask y'all this question at what point do you feel that we doubt our purpose the most or we doubt why we're here what's going on you know what i'm saying at the point where life at the moment doesn't make sense or Mm -hmm. where where you feel like you've been abandoned or where you feel like you're alone or nothing's happening when you're not getting results you start to doubt where you're at because if you feel that you are supposed to be getting results something's missing if nothing is going on substantial in your life at all, or when the worst is is you're in the midst of the worst part of your life, that's where that's where you really start to to doubt your purpose, doubt that you have purpose. So, yeah, and I think also like when we failed, when either we've like like I was talking about a second ago, we've tried opening some of those doors, just trying to see what would happen. And nothing came of it, right. or you know, we just feel like we're beating our head against the wall, or we've we've had a a failure, something we've morally failed, we've we've sinned, we've done something, you know. I think that's when we kind of can start to beat ourselves up and question, why am I even here? Why am I doing this? Yeah, and so uh, I I love this quote. It's it's an incredible quote. It says, "A hundred years from now, it will not matter what my bank account was, what car I drove, or where I lived." Rather, the only thing that will matter is the difference I made in another person's life. This is, this is a bottom line right here. Uh, the effect we make on others. And so, I, asking y'all this question, what are the benefits of investing ourselves in other people and instead of us just being famous or being rich or, or benefiting ourselves? What do you think that is? I, I mean, what are the benefits of it? Yes. Man, I, you... You have no idea. It doesn't make any sense, but it's one of those things that, like, it, it's just the way God's economy works. Is when you get the focus off of you and put it on other people, everything changes. Your your you know your perspective changes. It gives you just it gives you just a freshness uh, to just serve other people. Um, and because I feel like when we're not staring at our problem and waiting on it to change, that's when God goes to work. When we're, yeah. when we're leaving it alone, letting Him do what He does. And just being the body of Christ, serving other people, that's when God goes to work. Yeah. Absolutely. And you threw out an interesting term right there, God's economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really like that. And it works at a it works at a I guess a whole different magnitude than um, than like money and things here on earth. It's it's more of a like you're way more satisfied knowing that you've done well. And if you have all of these assets, if you have a massive house, brand new cars, a yacht or something like that, if you're if you're using it for good, 
you can find that satisfaction in because like it's not it's not a sin to be rich. It's a sin no. to be consumed mm-hmm. by greed. Yeah, right. And right. so, like, if you've got that, then then you can find satisfaction in in doing the right thing with that. If you don't, then you find satisfaction in helping other people, and that's where you you aren't consumed by just having more by us by coveting a lifestyle of somebody who's more well uh who's better off than you are yeah and stuff like that so i like that term god's yeah. economy to describe that. And another thing you know the benefit of uh investing in um investing ourselves in other people and not with i think a a good thing you said there was you know not being consumed by you know your greed or by coveting someone else's lifestyle because i mean how many stories have we heard in the past few years of people that had everything like wealth, fame, uh, just just had all the the things that you know this life could offer, but they always asked there had to be more, right? That they were always left wanting, right? So uh, I think when you invest in other people, you actually see what else is out there. That it's not all wrapped up in what what your agenda is and what you want. Yeah. So benefits of investing in others. I think we know this. If you're feeling low, one of the best things you can do. Is to do for others, right? It takes your focus off of yourself, and, and uh, you pass yourself on. Uh, you take your focus off yourself. Investing in others lasts the test of time. It's not temporary. Mm-hmm. And I, I think those are so important to remember when we invest in other people. Uh, instead of looking at what's not going right in our lives, at looking what's messed up with us, uh, when we take the focus off of us and we put it on somebody else, it's like... Uh, God gives us great benefit in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I just want to issue a final challenge to you. I want you to realize that you're not a mistake, that you are created for a purpose. If you were not here, it really would matter a mm-hmm. lot to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, and I read a book to my son. I should have brought it to, uh, well, yeah, to my son every night. It's My son's two years old, but... Uh, it, it says you're here for a reason. That's the name of the book. And uh, every night we read it. And in one of the last statements in the whole book, it says, "In case you forgot, you know, I, I you might have forgotten, but you're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. People would miss you. They'd miss your laugh. They'd miss this. They miss that. And I think so often in in, in the monotony of life that we forget that God created only mm-hmm. one of us. Yeah." There's only one Brad Hudson unicorn. There's only one. And he is incredible. There's only one you. Oh, and you are incredible. Thanks. And, and, it, and I'm saying this in that nobody's like you. You know, you may play the same sports. You may come from the same kind of family. But you, you are different in a way that nobody else is. There's 7 billion people on this planet. And there's not one of them that are mm-hmm. the same. And so... I'd like to challenge you to realize you're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. If you weren't here, people really would care. Absolutely. Yeah, and on the microphone we have Emma Colvin. You want to say hey? Hey. And Elizabeth Luna. Hey. (laughs) Elizabeth, she's a junior. Emma is a sophomore. They both play Albertville Aggies soccer. They're kind of pretty great at it. So you made it to the second round of the playoffs this year. Yes, we did. How did that feel? We were really excited about it. Really uh, excited? Yeah, it didn't go the way we planned, but, you know, it happens. So we just kind of had to recover from that. Life happens. Yep. <laughs> and y'all were telling me your record before 
uh, before I got you on the microphone. What was y'all's record this last year? We won 17 games, we lost 9, and we tied 1 to 7A school, which mm. last year we had lost 9-1. Wow. So. We were really happy about that. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite thing about being on a team? Um, I think it's probably the friendships that you make. Yeah. It'd probably be my favorite Yeah, thing. we bonded a lot as a team this year. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It definitely felt more like a family than the previous years, I have to say. Yeah, definitely. I think that 17-9 and nine record speaks to that. But like, great. What, what do you think has been, what is the, the best strength of your team? Where where do you got, what's y'all's bread and butter as far as how you guys play? Uh, like, is it defense? Is it offense? Like, what what is it that you feel like you guys just do really well? I feel like it would uh, have to be more of an offense because we, uh, we struggled a lot at defense at the beginning. But, I mean, we still managed to get wins. But, obviously, we wanted them. We wanted the number of goals to be better. So, I think we struggled on defense, but our strongest was offense. Yeah. Awesome. What do you think, Emma? I think we did really good with offense. We had a lot of good, like, team connections. and mm-hmm. Communication definitely got better towards yeah. the end. I think that's what helped us get more of the wins than anything. Awesome. So, uh, connecting with each other was a huge, huge asset to your team this year. Yes. Um, and then bonding, it didn't really hit towards more of the end, uh, which is kind of surprising because of the number of wins that we got. But our coach definitely pushed us to become more of a family towards the end, and that definitely showed on the field. Uh, we started doing a lot more like team activities together, like going and eating together, and that definitely helped with a lot of it. Awesome. So, like, how many do you guys have a lot of seniors on your team this year, or is it mostly kind of a mix of underclassmen? We had seven seniors this year, yeah. and then we're, we're really young other than that. Okay, so, see, there's still time for that bonding to, to carry over into the next season. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's really cool. But, like, with, with you guys having seven seniors, was there a senior that, that has really sort of helped you guys along, that some guy, somebody that you guys have looked up to? Um, and what's that been like? Um, I don't know. I guess it'd just be, like, two of the seniors that have been part of uh, the varsity team for – think four plus years so Who they, they? Um, Nayeli Jimenez and Elaine Villalobos they definitely were um, I guess one of the people that we looked up to since they were the longest ones on the team and then Maylin Gonzalez as well they were also our captains this year and okay. we elected them as our captains so yeah we really looked up to them wow so uh, Julie Smith is your coach tell me uh, what has Julie Smith taught you about the game taught you about life Um, well, like I was saying before, I think, I think it was more of life than it was the game. Uh, hope, hope that doesn't sound bad, but no, that's, no, it was that's more good. of the life than that's it was the want. game because her main goal wasn't just to make us better. Cause we, I think all put in our own part into everything and that's how we all came together and she just kind of tied it together in a way. And then with life, she taught us about you know, kind of having to deal with some hardships and just having to overcome them. And when you're playing, you just have to deal with it and try to get out of your head. And then especially with the becoming more of a family, because it, I think if it hadn't been for her pushing us to become uh, more tight-knit, that that would not have happened, honestly. I don't know what Emma thinks, but... Yeah, I agree with that. It's amazing. So, like, with you guys having this family atmosphere, like, what what is your feelings going into this next season? What What is something you want to improve on like 
what do you want to be different next year? I mean, obviously you want more wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody wants that. Yeah. I mean, you guys had quite a lot. You know, 17-9 records, pretty good. But, like, what is it that you want to improve on, either just as a team and personally? What, you know, and it doesn't just have to be from a soccer standpoint. You know, like, mm-hmm. it can be a character thing, like, you know. I think next year we need to have, like, more leadership on our team, people taking initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I definitely want to become more of a leader. Being a senior next year, mm-hmm. I definitely want to be more of someone that the younger ones look up to because we don't know how many younger ones we're going to get. I mean, at the beginning of the season, we had two middle schoolers come with us, so I think they definitely look up to us. And especially during the summer, having um, the younger ones come out with us and just bond with them and hopefully get more to want to try out mm-hmm. and become part of that um, Aggie Lady soccer team. Yeah, we just want to be a positive influence on the younger girls. That's great. That's awesome. So I I see here, Elizabeth, you play left, mid, left wing. Yes. And you play mid. Yes, sir. Midfield. Explain those positions and uh, And how you enjoy them. Yeah, what they do, how you enjoy them. What their responsibility is. Playing midfield, I have the opportunity to, like, attack and defend so I can score a lot of goals, but I can also drop back and help defend. Yeah. And I really like having the freedom in the middle of the field. That's cool. Um, I really just run up and down the field. And <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that's what it is. And I... Kick people's shins. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you got, you got to do. do. Yeah. Just that's as long fun. as you don't get caught. That's um, right. That's um, <laughs> you can't but, get a um, yellow card if you can't get caught. <laughs> but I definitely enjoy that um, position because of my love for track as well. You know, I wasn't able to run track this season. But I felt like in that aspect of playing that position, it was kind of the same thing for me, and I love to run, so I think that's why I love that position so much. What is it about running that you love so much? Um, it allows you to feel free. I feel free when I run. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, I don't know, and I, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to explain it. It just gives me some sort of feeling that I feel very accomplished after as well. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's cool. Emma, do you enjoy running? Yes, I love running. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you do track? No. No. I wanted to though, but it interferes too much with soccer. Okay. Yeah, like I think if you're playing a sport like soccer or even basketball, I feel like you have to at least like running. There's nobody that does this sport that just hates running, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I played the sport for four years in my young year- years, oh, yeah. well, and I, the I running mean, killed me. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is why I played baseball. Yeah. Like, you don't have to yeah. run. Yeah, just stand around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, only have, you run in spurts, and that's good. You know, you're, you're I fine. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad that y'all were successful and not dying in your running. So uh, anyway, you just talking about some hobbies on the side, things that you do. Now, now, you say this, Elizabeth, that you like reading and running. And so, how often do you do both? I mean, like at the same time. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not going to do both at the same time, but how often do you do these well, events? Reading, I am forced to, not just because I like it, but I'm forced to during school. And then during the summers is really when I take that up as a, more of a hobby. And then running, I'm running year-round because during the summer I have to start training for cross-country, so I'm running on the daily, basically, for that. Wow. Wow. And so, uh, your hobbies, and I like this about you, Emma. Well, you said that you like to cook. Yes. But but what we've boiled it down to is you like to bake. Yeah. So, so what's your favorite kind of cake? Probably a honey bun cake that me and my mom always make. That sounds delicious. 
So you like to do that. Also, you can, uh, well, that's your other skills. Swimming, cooking, shopping, traveling. What's your favorite out of that? Probably traveling. Traveling. Where do you like to travel to? I travel a lot for my travel soccer team, and then we traveled to Arizona. It was so pretty out there. And then this summer we get to go to San Diego for nationals, so I'm Mm -hmm. really excited to travel out there. So, like, do you you guys fly? Do you guys road trip? Like, We normally fly. Okay. Like, I got to know, what's your weirdest airport experience? (laughs) Um... (laughs) That you can share on Christian radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is one time me and my friend we were sitting and we had our phones charging and we got up and left them there and oh, our moms wow. took them and acted like they stole them or somebody <laughs> stole them. But and we like both panicked. And we're like, oh my gosh, where are they at? But they had them and they were just telling us not to leave them out in the open. Mm-hmm. Right. As they're yeah. laughing hysterically. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we Thanks, were both mom panicking. and dads. <laughs> I've, I've uh, man, I remember one time I had a twelve-hour layover in the philadelphia airport and uh it was at night so everything was closed and i just had to go find like a random uh luggage carousel that had seats by it to go sleep (laughs) and i slept 10 minutes at a time with my laptop like just like curled up beside me because i was like no one's stealing this bad boy (laughs) it was the longest night gonna have to pry it from my hands Mm -hmm. (laughs) so have to kill me before you get it so we said this before uh the break but elizabeth you like reading tell me your top three favorite books top three um that's hard but one of them would be the great gatsby and then the other two i can't decide but it'd Definitely the author would be Nicholas Sparks. Just mm, whatever yeah. he writes. I love all his books. Anything and everything he writes. Yes. <laughs> I'm into more of a romance. <laughs> Emma, do you like to read? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't ask you what your favorite book was. So uh, anyway, you like to go swimming. Is that like swim team or? Just swimming for just... fun with friends in the summer. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, me too. Mm-hmm. I tried that swim team like thing too. That didn't work or out. Like going somewhere like the cold hole or like swimming hole type thing. Just swimming pools. Gotcha. Awesome. Hey, we're going to take a musical break. I like saying that. <laughs> so we're back here with Emma Colvin and Elizabeth Luna, and we are uh, going to get to the fun part of this interview. This is going to be great. So start out a little, little, uh, on the good side, still. Uh, <laughs> I, I you, not a bad yeah, side no, there's not a bad side. Uh, the most interesting thing that you can do. Uh, now we've shown this video uh, during the break. If you want to see this live, you can go to Facebook at Varsity Radio Show, and you can see this live on our feed right now. And Emma is very impressive. So she obviously used to do gymnastics, <laughs> but. Why don't you explain what you do? It's called a flip throw-in. You just grab the ball and you just do a front flip, and it goes a lot further than when you just throw it in normally. So if we're, like, close to the goal, it's easier to score. It's quite amazing. Quite amazing. All right. Jameson, I'd like to to see you try doing that. Okay. (laughs) Give me the rock. (laughs) See what I do. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what you can do. All right. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. You don't want these problems. You're right. I would like end on my back. It would be be so bad. I might end up on my back, but the ball will end up in the goal. That's right. That's right. So, Elizabeth, you said... Just call me Pele. <laughs> Elizabeth, you say you can kind of juggle a soccer ball? Can is, kind of juggle. What does that mean? Not very often. Or, like, not consecutively. Like, Can you do, like, around the world? No. No? I still can't do that. <laughs> I try. I, just I can't either. 
Also, Emma juggles the ball? Yes. Emma's 469 yes. times in a row? Yes. Wow. What? what? How long did that take? Uh, Probably like three to five minutes, but most of the time I lose count and forget how many I do. 469 times? Yeah, like in a row. Wow. Five minutes. I want to see you do that too. I don't. I want to see you. <laughs> Good. I, uh, I would be very entertained. Solid, fam. <laughs> okay, so like, I have to ask. Like, we we ask this question to every athlete that comes through here. What's your favorite sports movie? Yes. And why? It means so much. Hmm. Take take your time. It's okay. This is an important question. This tells us so much about you. We're si- we'll silently judge you based on your answer after this. I think mine would have to be Remember the Titans. Good answer. Good answer. Great movie. Um, and why? Why? Why do you like Remember the Titans? Um. Well, before I could actually understand what was going on, yeah, I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really, really liked it because my brothers, they both played football, so they kind of introduced that to me. Yeah. And then once I actually understood what was happening, the meaning behind it just, I don't know, I guess it spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so good. Emma. Um, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, but I really don't watch sports movies. No. Okay. That, that's but, cool. What's your favorite movie, Emma? Probably It. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You said that, Emma. Well, I just really like scary movies, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of funny, too. <laughs> okay, so I watched the original when I was a kid. I could not take a shower after that without worrying that a clown was going to come up out of the drain and kill me. It was terrible. How can yeah. you like that movie? I'm, I'm uh, glad you got... Steven. <laughs> Steven, we're we glad that you start taking here. showers again. Definitely a pause like Pennywise. Anyway, <laughs> so... Uh, Emma and Elizabeth, okay, now this is our favorite question to ask. Most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, I Give me your sports one. Give me your one in life that had nothing to do with sports, if you got that. Uh, so we're going to start with, come on, Emma. Um, One time I was in the hallway and I was just walking on my phone playing a game or something and I walked into the boys' bathroom not paying attention and I still <laughs> hadn't looked up and these kids started laughing at me and I was like, and then I looked up and they were guys and I was like, I'm so sorry and literally just ran out of the bathroom. <laughs> my bad. This did not like, go the way I wanted it did to. Did not hey? to do that. <laughs> you should have just been like, what's y'all's problem? Like, <laughs> like, what you looking why, at? Why yeah. are you in the girls' bathroom? Just like make them think for a second. Wait, wait, am I? <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're, we're going with this is outside of soccer so you're outside right, of soccer right. one okay so I don't remember how old I was but it's so embarrassing to me because I was like a little kid anyway so I was a miss know it all you know back then I still kind of am but yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah and is um, Elizabeth is there anything you don't know obviously that no, okay. <laughs> at that time I didn't know yeah, that yeah go ahead okay so it was like when Dr. Dre had just come out or whatever, and one of the teachers asked, who, who is he? So I was over there very confident to raise my hand and said, I know this. I know this for sure. And everybody was quiet in the classroom. Yeah. And I said, he's a real doctor. 
um, which he obviously mm. isn't. He's a rapper. Yes. But that was so embarrassing, and it was like, I don't know, that's just like my most embarrassing moment. Every time I think anybody asks me that, that's what comes to mind, and I don't that's, know why. There's the, like a thousand more, but Did the class that. like erupt and laugh? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, yes. I mean, so Oh, yes. Uh, and so, okay, Emma, we're mm. coming to you on your soccer one. Tell us about your most embarrassing soccer moment. There was one time I was going to shoot a ball, and, like, I didn't look at the ball before I went to shoot, and I, like, completely whiffed and fell on the ground. It was really embarrassing because there was a lot of people at the game, and yeah. I was, like, right on the sidelines near the fans, and I was laid on the ground, and I was like, dang, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Elizabeth? Um, mine was my eighth grade year. I remember where it was. It was at the Arab soccer fields, and I had taken the ball to the corner of the field and went and did a whole 360 instead of passing to one of my teammates. It was like two feet away from me that could have definitely scored. So yeah. she has that that Mamba mentality, like Kobe Bryant. She was not <laughs> going to pass the ball. <laughs> Put the team on my back. <laughs> I don't need no one else. Just kidding. Make you make you feel better. And this one was I, I was in elementary school playing soccer for Arab, and uh, I went the opposite direction of my goal. Hmm. And I was like, "Why is nobody chasing me? And why did I just score like that?" So well, you get your hands raised, yeah, and, and everyone's just oh, looking yeah, at you. Like, yeah, yeah. This happened in elementary school, so like, I, I don't feel too bad. There, there so. was one time yes. I played football. It was Pee Wee, but like. It was on a, a a kick return, I guess. Right, right. And uh, he just he just the the guy who got the ball just like left everybody in the dust, like was running away with it. You just like totally gonna score. Well, I, I was feeling froggy, and uh, <laughs> there was this kid right next to me, and I shoved him as a block, just kind of a cheap shot because that's the kind of player I am. And uh, I got a penalty, and I was I had no idea. That what I'd, you did? I'd, I'd, that I'd been penalized. Yeah, and I was running and celebrating and jumping, and I couldn't understand why Derek wasn't as happy as I was. That like, you just scored, as, as and I got called for you. that. That day, I learned what clipping was. Yeah, and that's when you block someone in the back. Nice. I didn't know. Nice. I know now. Yeah, I'm sorry, Derek. Derek still <laughs> comes a, back to my house once a year and uh, shoots my porch light out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not really. That's intense. I feel bad for you. I do too. Uh, anyway, so talking about the future, what do you want to do with your future, guys? What do you What do you want to see happen? Uh, both of you are going to be well, uh, Elizabeth. You'll be a senior next year. Emma, you're going to be a junior. And so, uh, what is your expectation for your soccer team next year? What's your goal? We want to make it further in the playoffs than we did this year. We're really hoping to make it to the final four. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. How far were you guys away from that? I mean, how is it? Were you one round away, two rounds away? How? I think we were two rounds away mm. this year. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I'd have to say the same thing as her mm-hmm. and just see us get, uh, be more of a family from the beginning this time, not just um, towards the end. I mean, I think the other half of that question, like, what what do you, like, respectively, what, what do you guys want to do, like, with this next year like as far as soccer or just your future i want to actually make a decision on what i want to do (laughs) and what college i want to attend because i'm still like the struggle's real yes it has not hit me yet that i'm going to be a senior next year so i'm procrastinating i guess you could say Mm -hmm. nice 
And then for my future, I really hope to play soccer in college, wherever mm-hmm. right now I haven't really made a decision yet. And then... We have it here that you have a, a D1 offer from the University of Houston. Yes. It's pretty impressive that you got that as a sophomore. So you just just kind of stewing and thinking and trying to make a decision. Yeah, I don't want to make a decision too early yet because right. I just want to keep my options open. But, yeah. And I think... the. Can I ask another question? Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Like, with you being a senior, Elizabeth, what do you want to bring in to this next year? What do you want to teach your underclassmen? What is something that you want to develop as a senior that you may have seen other seniors develop as far as leadership? And um, what do you want to leave them with? Um. Well, I definitely want to be someone that they look up to, just become more of, um, or have more of a leader role, because I felt like, actually, this season, we all had, not just the seniors, but we all had our moments when we were all leaders, even though we were, like, underclassmen, but I would definitely want to be one of the people that all the other underclassmen look up to and can come to me, you know, with whatever they need help with or any problems they have and feel free to talk to me, and what I want to leave them with. I guess just a good image of me, mm-hmm. I guess, would be my answer to that. Just yeah. um, leave them with a good thought of me and just have them think that I was a great role model to them because that's ultimately my goal is to be a good role model for the younger generation, I guess, that's coming up. That's a great goal. Great answer. How about you, Emma? What do you want? you got two years left. And uh, so what do you want to establish? What do you, I mean, what do you want to be said about you when you leave Albertville? I just want to be a positive influence on the younger girls. And like Elizabeth said, have them be able to come to me with anything they need. Yeah. Yeah. Just establish like a better family, like atmosphere on the team. It's awesome. It sounds like we have a couple of really good leaders sitting right here. I think so. I think we have some incredible student athletes in the room. And so we are so grateful that you've come to our show today. Mm-hmm. We're grateful that you've talked to us, and uh, we've had a fantastic time, and we hope that this next year is as fantastic as you want it to be, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're proud of you and what you do for your school. You're great representatives of Albertville, and so thank you so much for being here, guys. Thank, thank you for having, having us. Hey, we're going to go to some music. Here's Thousand Foot Crutch, Like a Machine. Got a red eye on, got a red eye on. All right, so we've got some questions for you guys uh, that you will call in and answer and win two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. Or will you? You will. I can assure you oh, that there will be two tickets. Okay. All you have to fantastic. do is I will ask you a question. You will call in and answer it. I'll ask you two more questions that are completely unrelated to each other. And if you pass the quiz, all three questions then you will be the recipient of two tickets to the Boas 9 Cinema. So, let's go ahead and get it started with the first question. There are four presidents who are like a father-son duo. Mm-hmm. So there's two sets of father-son duos that have both been president. The first one was very, very early on in the United States. Mm-hmm. The second one was a lot more recent. Can you name one of the sets... One of the sets of father-sons that were presidents. Want to be on the radio? 
Call us now at 256-505-0885. All right, so we've got two tickets that are unclaimed. Oh, we have a caller. No, spoke too soon. Hello, you're on the Varsity Radio Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, Brad Hudson. This is Kim Hudson. Kim mm-hmm. Hudson. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Okay, so I've got three questions for you. The first one being, okay. can you name one of the sets of presidents that were father and son? I can name them both. Uh-oh. Which two? John Adams and John Quincy Adams. Yes, that's the first one. Bush. And George W. Bush. Awesome. Congratulations on that one. Okay, what uh, ice cream chain used to be known as 31 Flavors? Mm. That's a good question. Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins is correct. Baskin and the Glory. I did not know that. And what state is known as the Volunteer State? Tennessee. Tennessee is correct. You have won. Congratulations. Awesome, thank you. Alright, if you'll stay on the line with Steven, he'll get your information how you can pick those tickets up. Okay, thank you. That sound means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us on social media throughout the week. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, as I watch myself dance on the screen now. You um, did beautifully. <laughs> uh, on Facebook, Such you, can, a free spirit. you can go see me dance to the music. Um... But on Facebook, that's unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show, where we do our live stream and we post updates and kind of fun things throughout the week. And then on Instagram, at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Uh, and then on Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. And then on Apple, uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts as well, uh, we post the show the Wednesday after it happens. So tomorrow, today's show will be up and you can go subscribe to the Varsity Radio Show on those podcast platforms. And uh, that's a wrap that's on the a show. Wrap. Uh, it was a great show that was where Seth would usually chime uh, yes. in. He had to head out a little bit early. Yeah. But um, I will not be here next week, but I'll be here with you guys next week. The show will be here. The show will be the show must go on. We'll find a way, Brad. Somehow Survive we'll without find me. a way. Um What's the show without the unicorn? It's just we're gonna find out, and I don't know. We'll, yeah, we will trudge on and soldier on. We have Willy Wonka here, so so we, we can uh, make it. We will make it happen. All right, thanks for tuning in and joining us on the show. So catch us back here at two thirty on Tuesday. Go like those uh, social media pages, subscribe, follow, uh, whatever that is mm-hmm. there, and we'll see you back next week. Same varsity time, same varsity place. Uh, you guys stay classy and don't go changing.